whole piece of Tuesday. Tuesday. I got food up in the fridge. Welcome to Book It. This is a thin crust conversation on deep dish books. We meet once a week. One of us reads a book. The other one, I don't know, asks questions about the book. So I didn't read anything this week, so I'm hoping, Ellen, you brought something in. I did. What is that? Father Gatano's Puppet Catechism. Gatano's. So what happens on Book It, (laughs) I pick books that you've heard of that are somewhat normal, and then Ellen comes... With ouch, what is on ouch, what is ouch. all over that? It's, there's like demons. Yeah, and, there's like a demon thing, and there's like an okay. angel thing. But yeah, we like to cover a large swath of books. A swath. Ellen helps us with that. So tell me about what is this? The Father Gatino's Puppet Catechism. Um, exactly what it sounds like. Okay, well, which <laughs> is it? It starts well. So it was written by two authors, Mike and Chris, for short. Uh, and the Mike guy, Mike Magnola, is the author of Hellboy, author and artist, I guess, um, which became a movie. I've never seen it. But, um, yeah, I don't know how to transition from that. But this book starts out, it's sort of in the middle or towards maybe the end of World War II. It's in Sicily. It takes place in an orphanage. The book gets you into all this just right out of the gate. And, um, yeah. There's puppets involved, and a priest, and kids, and okay. nuns. Sounds super creepy and strange. So uh, the war is, you said, happening or about to end, and so this orphanage is like a refuge for these children, and then puppets Ooh. are the way they heal from atrocity? Is that what's happening? Sort of. Um, yes. So their parents have all... Some are maybe still off fighting in the war. Some have been killed um, because due to bombings and things. And so, yeah, they find refuge in this home um, where the nuns start uh, caring for them. And then this new priest comes and is trying to think of creative ways to help them heal from their losses and discovers there's this stash of puppets that the caretaker, the grounds caretaker left. Did they come alive? Oh, okay, because it's feeling like, okay, these puppets are going to... They definitely it. come along. Anytime you find a stash of puppets, walk the other way, right? <laughs> I guess so. I mean, there are parts in the book where you're like, this is a really good thing. There are other parts in the book where you're like, this isn't going so well. Is he a creep? Who, the the priest? Yeah. No, he's delightful. Okay. Yeah. I don't know. Something I know, I about know. puppets, just not yeah. about priests per se, although some people might argue that, but like puppets... Yeah. So this is a short book. So they try and get to the action, I guess, cr- like quickly. And he he gets there. He's new on the job. He's trying to earn their trust. Obviously, they're trying. They're questioning God. They've all like grown up. Most of them, it seems like, have grown up with a faith. The nuns have tried to encourage that faith, comfort them, um, remind them that God loves them, and they're visibly wrestling with all that. So the priest is trying to figure out how he can communicate God's love to them despite all the circumstances that have come crashing in and and changed their lives forever. And so, yeah, then they find the stash of puppets, and he's like, I've got an idea. That's it. <laughs> I'll stick my hand in this puppet, and I will make my voice a different well, pitch. And then— <laughs> one, of the, one of the kids at the orphanage has a puppet— from the stash that the caretaker gave him, like bestowed to him before he left. And so 
So that's how he gets the idea. And the, the puppet means a lot to this one particular kid. And anyway, there, yeah. Maybe that's why puppetry is creepy. Because we can project our thoughts into another being, but sometimes that maybe would filter the dishonesty from our thoughts. Because that's what happens with puppets too a lot of time is a puppet becomes a projection of the person. Mm. And sometimes there's more truth in it. We had puppets at church growing up. So this maybe I went to the same uh, cathedral. Maybe. But there was this one that was a dragon and they had like, I don't know, it would blow smoke. It's so cool. It blew smoke? Yeah, they had it rigged like up Like literal somehow. smoke or like? No, I think it was... It was some kind of like fire hydro or a fire extinguisher type of thing, but it would oh. it would shoot stuff. They only brought him out every now and then. Yeah. Um, but I can say puppets made a difference in my life. Oh my uh, so this benevolent Mister Rogers, Catholic Italian Mister Rogers type, <laughs> yes, finds a stash of puppets, decides to use the stash of puppets to um, uh, reinvigorate the children's imagination mm -hmm. and belief in God. Mm -hmm. Exactly, and it works or it doesn't work. It it bag. does. It's a mixed bag. It's a mixed bag. One of the kids is very skeptical. He seems terrified of the puppets. He's kind of a kid that acts out all the time. He's kind of the kid that doesn't do what he's told. He's a contrarian. He Anyway, he's like, no, I hate these puppets. They're evil. And sure enough, a few pages later, things start to get real weird um, with the puppets. But hmm. I think the parts I liked about the book was its straightforwardness. Like it was just like, here's a story about a priest and nuns trying to do what they believe is the right thing and encourage children that have lost so much and uh, ignite a faith in them, despite having their own wrestlings mm -hmm. at the same time. But yeah, and then I didn't know what to make of the end, to be honest, because. It's confusing to me. Maybe I need to read it again. Because you said the puppets come to life. They come to life. They attack the priest. The okay. one, there's one that attacks the priest. And then, yeah, they decide to burn them all. Wait. The pu the puppets. Burn the puppets. Okay, because I was going to yeah. say, did the puppets win? They burn all the children? That it, sounds terrible. It was very unexpected to they me. They burn all the puppets. Oh, yeah. Okay, so the instrument of belief gets burned in some way. So that's, mm. Mm. Sounds like I, unbelief wins, maybe. I don't know. I couldn't tell what was the ending was very confusing for me because it felt like the whole time they're setting up this for faith to be revived and for things to sort of have a wholesomeness. And then that happens. Hmm. And it's kind of like that building is forever haunted with their, like, as soon as the furnace gets going again, it's like they can hear the screams of the puppets. And I don't know. Wait, that's in there? Yeah. Oh, wow. But it was interesting from the perspective of like the kids ask the really hard questions that maybe a lot of us ask ourselves, especially in times of trouble. Like, how can God be good? Like, he teaches the story of Noah and the flood with the puppets. And all of a sudden, the kids are going, how can God be good if he not only allowed this to happen, but instructed this to happen? Sure. So it's really interesting from that perspective because I think those are questions that maybe we all wrestle with at some time. And like philosophically, it's World War II we're talking. So World War II on that scale and that atrocity killed God. Like you say, God is dead. And that's the famous quote from, I think, a German, pseudo-German philosopher. 
He was from all around, but God is dead. Well, what kills God a lot of times in our mind is his suffering, his pain. So you think of a world war on a mass scale, mm-hmm. like really hard to have a belief in benevolence at that point, or God of benevolence, or you can believe in God, but it's a sadistic God. Mm-hmm. And so it sounds like that's, yeah, what they were wrestling through. And yeah, it sounds like the Did Indian's you? way up in the air. I don't know. I'm going to have to take a closer look, I guess, or maybe read someone else's interpretation. He tells the story he tells before Noah and the flood is David and Goliath. And one of the little girls raises her hand and says, okay, so David is obviously Sicily. That's where they live. And, um, but who's Goliath? Is it the Nazis or is it America? And the priest doesn't answer the question, Mm. which is interesting because at that point in the book, the allies have come and like helped restore some, um, peace in the area. And so, I don't know. It was just interesting that they left that kind of up in the air. But even that, that's the tendency of what we do with our beliefs. If it's religious, we'll make our politics match our religion so that they're absolute. Mm. Like, God's a Republican or whatever. Like, we're not that far removed from doing those sorts of things or or my God's a liberal or whatever. Mm -hmm. Like, and it's, we're wrong probably, and it's a misuse, but it's funny that that, it sounds like the authors are trying to like invoke some of those different tendencies we do with belief, where skepticism comes from pain, or skepticism comes from wrenching what could be pure into something impure. Like, she she was forming a motive, yeah, like a puppet, so I don't know, this book sounds super complex. Very weird. I have a question. Um, (laughs) When you're at the library, do you just look for the strangest looking thing? Like, how you're perusing the shelves and like, oh, that's a weird title. And you pull it out. Yep. Demon on the front. Yeah. Well, angel. I think we'll go with that. What what happens there? Yeah. Well, yeah, that's a good question. I think our library, the, the local library here, does a pretty good job of um, creating little displays. So they had a little display that was like, Everything World War Two, not everything. Probably oh, okay. a few books that are World War Two, and I was like, "Hmm." And you walked right by it, and went to hey display of weird demon. I went to the shortest book. Yeah. <laughs> World War Two. That looks interesting. I'm gonna keep going. Where's the weird section? <laughs> oh, that's Ellen. Right over there. It's around the corner. And then you're digging through it, and all of a sudden there's a box underneath, and you pull the box up, and you think they're gonna be dusty tomes, and you open it up, and there's puppets, and they come alive, and they read stories to you. I know what goes on. I'm gonna go to the library with you next time. <laughs> It was fun. Yeah, I've never heard of this. It I'm excited fun. to look into it more. Yeah. Yep. So we rate books on here. We do book it, personal pan pizza. Zero is it's a terrible book. Don't ever read it. It could be like false or harmful to your life if you do. Mm-hmm. Five would be excellent, best book I've ever read. Go get it right now from the shelf of the weird section of the library. <laughs> um, where do you put this one? One or zero through five, I guess. Oh, I think I would give it about a three. Okay. Yeah, three. Because it was straightforward, which I, I have not read many books that were so straightforward. It's like there's not much metaphor aside from the one that the kid points out that may or may not be there. Um, yeah. And I enjoyed that part of it. And it just got me thinking about the ways that we do or don't ask questions, especially like things going on in the world that are hard and make you wrestle. So, yeah, I'll give it a three. Okay. Yeah, I might check this one out. Definitely want to read about it. I like books where you don't understand the ending some, and it almost yeah. makes you mad and then it keeps you thinking. And so that sounds like one of those. And It for sure did. And there's some interesting drawings in here. Of course there are. I knew yeah. there'd be drawings in there. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Illicit odd drawings in here. Um, 
Yeah, sure. So we'll read another book. I'll be doing the book next week. So if you I'll pick on him, like to just have like a normal experience, all that. <laughs> and I actually, I think, I don't know if it's going to line up this way, but I think I'm going to do a book that has faith or religion at the crux too. So there's like people oh, wow. in a boat is a new book, people in a boat. And then like a guy washes into the boat and then says, I am the Lord. And then everyone in the boat has to respond and they're all like, I don't know, have different. So it's a lot like this, like the children with the puppet. Oh, they're so it's a little weird too. It's, oh. it's the normal version of this. <laughs> we take okay. the puppets out uh, and normalize it. But either way, good. Oddball, normal, all good to talk, ask big questions and ponder things. So thanks for doing that with us. We'll do it again next week. Hope you'll join us. See ya. Cold pizza. Tuesday. Tuesday. I got food up in the fridge.